Golden Dale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop, here on another thrilling, very thought-provoking Thursday for Torch Report 320, talking about some things you need to know. Friends, sometimes the truth hurts, but... Because it's the truth, it still needs to be said. So that <laughs> being the opening salvo, brace yourself because here it comes. Now, to be fair, friends, the uh, the full spectrum of independent thinkers in this in this astute listening audience and the readership here at the Torch Report, friends, I feel I would be remiss not to share some of the information that I've been uh, receiving here lately. I get a lot of information fed to me. People share lots of stuff, and I always appreciate it. Uh, I don't always have time to weave it into the daily program. It doesn't always fit. I don't agree with it all. But today, I do want to circle back and place front and center some very contentious information, some some information that I feel like is going to have huge impact on the 2024 election, especially as it relates to to you know, kind of shoring up the liberty movement as far as, as who's the candidate and who are we going to stand behind, who's going to be li- leading this liberty movement at the national level. Now, in Tuesday's report, I posted a polling inquiry to to kind of tease out your perspective. I'd like to know what your perspective is on Trump's running in 2024. I did that uh, just out of the pure desire to understand. I want to better understand where everybody's at on this issue. Uh, I want to I want to just know, well, what, what, what do you guys think? And not surprisingly, the vast majority of people who responded to that to that uh, questionnaire, that poll is Donald Trump's comeback good for America. Uh, the vast majority of people said that Trump is by far the best candidate that we have. You know, perhaps Trump is the only candidate that has the chops to stand up to the deep deep state to rectify the current situation. He's got the business sense and all that. You know, 78% of respondents to the poll said, yes, Trump needs to finish the job. And friends, I agree with the premise. 100% I agree with the premise. However, to be fair, there is also a different perspective on the whole situation that's held by plenty of other liberty-loving, red-blooded Americans all across the Fruited Plains. And like I said before, you know, there's no denying that Trump is a divisive figure, and some people really like that about him, you know, but he's, he's divisive even on the right. You look at uh, political establishment versus, you say, like grassroots conservative, big divide there. The anti-Trump, never-Trumper establishment versus the MAGA Americans who want to make America great again. Now, when I talk about Trump being a divisive figure, I'm not just talking about him being a thorn in the flesh of the party bosses. You know, friends, there are plenty of Republicans, uh, grassroots Republicans, Christian conservatives, constitutional independents who have their reservations about the man, even if they voted for him before, even if they voted for him twice before. And I think that's really important to, to just acknowledge that from what I have gathered Some people feel as if there are some things about Trump that don't quite add up. They don't necessarily trust the guy. And I believe it would behoove us, it would be wise to consider these uh, concerns. These concerns deserve to be dealt with. If we have other people who align with constitutional principles of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and they're trying to say, you know what, we don't trust this guy, shouldn't we listen to what they're saying since we're on the same team? Does that make sense? So now before you unsubscribe or excoriate me for blasphemy, you know, I just want you to hear my heart on this. By the way, the only time I ever get hate mail is when I question Trump. <laughs> and I'm not, I, you know, I just say that. 
you know, it, that that's the truth. I claim that the torch report is the truth you can trust. And it's not, not, not because I, I ask you to take my word for it or I expect you to agree with me or anything like that. It's because I do a ton of research and I try to present you with as much information as possible to help develop your own informed perspective. I mean, if you did hours and hours of research every day and, and rid, you know, wrote up a nice and tidy, you know, 1500 page essay every day, you know, that, that that's I'm saving you time. But it's that res the research is there for you to dig in and do your own if you want to. At any rate, friends, uh, if I came across information in my research, and that research wasn't, you know, that the information wasn't necessarily popular. If I had uncovered some facts, let's say, that cast the circumstance in a different light, you would want to know that, right? I mean, I, I would want to know that. If you had some information that I didn't know, I would want to know. If I find information that I, I think maybe some, uh, some of my friends, some of the people in the audience don't know, I want to share that. But you, I think, as a human being, uh, would be curious, would you not? And so it is in the spirit of sharing information, of throwing caution to the wind, of throwing all facts out on the table so that you can make your own informed decision, that's uh, in, in that spirit, I want to share, I want to present to you some of the main concerns that some people have about Donald Trump. Some of our fellow patriots have concerns about Trump, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Please do not be quick to just dismiss what I'm about to say. Okay? Don't let your eyes gloss over. Don't shut your ears. Don't close your heart. Okay. Instead, I'm asking, please, out of courteous, <laughs> you know, please stay curious and consider how many of our allies may feel about the issues surrounding Donald Trump going into the 2024 election. Okay, already talked about all of the, uh, you know, the deep state shenanigans. Everybody's stacked against them and all this kind of stuff. There's all of that. We've talked about that. Uh, but and ju just for the record, again, I'll state it again, friends. I voted proudly voted for Donald Trump in 2016. I voted again for him in 2020, and I'd vote for him again in 2024. And this time last year, by the way, you know, I was in Washington, D.C. with the People's Convoy, helping to give voice to the millions of American patriots all across the heartland who were desperate to make America great again. OK, you know, ultra MAGA. Yes, I am all in on, you know, reclaiming our country and taking the constitutional reins back to the level of local control. OK, in other words, friends, I just I feel like I've got skin in the game, so to speak. I've been out across the country. I'm not just an armchair quarterback. I've talked with people face to face all across the country who absolutely love Donald Trump. And I completely understand why people all across the country love Donald Trump. Have you seen the rallies, how big and energized they are? He's a good, you know, he's an entertaining, engaging speaker, energetic. I mean, the guy's incredible. Okay. In fact, you know, I've, I've celebrated Well, on that trip out, out and back, you know, I celebrated Trump's accomplishments, you know, cheers to Trump. You know what I mean? Long live Trump kind of thing. Relishing his brazen leadership, his often crass and crude style. That's okay. That's the American way. Friends, we don't need polish and, and politi polished politicians right now. We need pragmatic leaders, and Donald Trump fits the bill. So I've talked about this with many, many people around many, many campfires. All of that to say, I am not a Trump hater. I am not anti-Trump, and I sure as hell am not a never-Trumper. But I am an exceedingly curious peasant, and I would shy away, and I, I don't shy away. I wouldn't hesitate to ask hard questions, taking a look at the facts, because that's how I can you know, have a 
informed perspective, right? It, it, when somebody says something that I disagree with, I hear something, I'm like, I don't know if I think about that. I look into it. How else can I defend my perspective unless I can take a look at where the other person is coming from? How else can I have a well-informed perspective if I don't take a look at the information that I disagree with or that's being presented? Does that make sense? So how else can I support Donald Trump or, or you know, rebut any argument against Donald Trump unless I've taken a look at the arguments against Donald Trump? And I'm talking about arguments against Trump coming from people who love America, want to make America great again, who probably voted for Trump in the past but might not vote for him in the future, or maybe they will. Who knows? Anyway, friends, it's within that context that today I want to kick off this this excursion, this brief foray into the free-for-all hellscape of free speech. Friends, I want to share a poignant comment from an article I recently read. Uh, I took a screenshot of it, and it felt like this particular comment, which was coming from a self-described, quote-unquote, real conservative, by the way, a real conservative, I felt like that comment's a really good baseline for understanding some of my fellow conservatives, some of my fellow liberty-loving Americans' hesitation about Donald Trump. So I'm putting a little screenshot here in the report today, friends. If you're listening on a podcast platform like Google, Spotify, Apple, etc., please know you have to go to thetorchreport.com to get all the goodies. And you can see, it's, it's free. Just go to thetorchreport.com, check out the report, and you can see the screenshot here that has this real conservative's comment. I'm talking about, it says this, here are some reasons why I disdain Donald Trump as a real conservative. Now, maybe this person's a closet Trump hater. Maybe uh, they're just a, a troll divider. You know, maybe they're a never Trumper. You know, well, who knows? But this is what they say. Trump supports gay marriage and the LGBTQ agenda. Really? You know, OK. Trump supports firearm bans, red flag laws and raising the age to buy guns. Trump supports eliminating the debt ceiling while increasing national debt. Trump supports fake mRNA vaccines. That was his greatest invention. Trump supports universal health care and electric health records. Trump supports expanding paid family leave and universal basic income. Trump supports federalized lo local law enforcement, federalized law enforcement. Trump supports the UN's USMCA, uh, which would put workers out of work. He supports reparations to minorities via subsidies. He he blames the pro-life pro group. He Trump blames pro-life activists for losing the midterm elections. He supports E-Verify national ID. He supports amnesty for illegals, and he has abandoned the J6 patriots. Rush Limbaugh even said in 2020 that Trump would lose the election because of his anti-Second Amendment stand. Rush was Right. Period. End quote. Wow. I mean, oh, really? Is any of that true? OK, the first thing that went through my mind when I read that was like, oh, really? Is you know, you got to be kidding me. Is this true? You know, is this guy just making this stuff up or is there some substance to this? You know, did Rush Limbaugh actually predict Trump would lose the election because of his support for more gun control? Does everybody know about this but me? What the heck is going on here? You know? And, of course, you know, being the thoughtful peasant that I am, before pontificating upon this particular comment, a set of concerns, I had to do some serious digging to figure out how much of this is BS, you know, to figure out whether or not any of it was true. And as I started digging into it, to be honest, it kind of blindsided me to see it all spelled out like that. Looking over that list, friends, it suddenly became very, very clear to me why some patriots do not trust the
the Don, Teflon Don, as much as the majority of patriots do. Okay, so maybe the majority of patriots haven't heard this stuff before. I hadn't seen it laid out there like that. But again, you know, if this is what people believe, it becomes very clear why some patriots, some people that are on our side, don't trust Donald Trump as much as the majority of patriots clearly do. So, you know, taking all this in, my mind was reeling, you know, what's really going on here? Let's just take it one step at a time. The first question that really needs to be asked is, is any of this true? It's a lot of uh, fodder right there for folks who don't trust Trump. Is any of it true? Could it, it could all be lies. Does Donald Trump really support gay marriage and the LGBTQ agenda? I had to find out, you know. Are you ready for this, friends? <laughs> I'm telling you what. It turns out there are many, many, many articles out there that indicate Donald Trump does, in fact, support gay marriage and the LBGTQ agenda. The excerpt that I put here in the report, it comes from USA Today, but the, the article was written by a member of the Republican National Committee. So you got a Republican National Committee in the mainstream media spelling it out in plain English. Robert Cabal, Cabell sells, says this, quote, it should come as no surprise that Trump's agenda has been a boon to the gay community. Through his philanthropic work over the years with charities combating AIDS, his previous support amending the 1964 Civil Rights Act to include a ban on discrimination based on sexual orientation, and his, clearly, his early support of gay couples having the same rights and protections as straight couples, Trump was an ally long before he was the president. He is likely even the first private club owner in Palm Beach, Florida, to admit an openly gay couple. He didn't abandon these principles when he assumed his position behind the resolute desk, period, end quote. Now, that's interesting. You know, Trump was a boon for the gay community. Okay, he, He's got a long history of supporting gay rights, same-sex marriage, etc., long before he was the president. Okay, And this this uh, Republican National Committee member saying, of course, you know, he's why would he be any different when he's in the Oval Office? That's one of the great things about Trump is he's he's very uh, consistent or it seems to be mostly consistent in that department. Now, if he says something, he sticks with it for the most part. Just keep that in mind. It's a selling point for Trump. But keep that in mind. okay? and I'm sure this whole issue about, you know, supporting gay rights isn't a deal breaker for a lot of people. But I am curious how many Trump-loving Christian conservatives are aware of his stance supporting gay marriage, etc. And if so, if you consider yourself to be a Christian conservative, how do you feel about Donald Trump supporting gay rights and the LGBTQ agenda? Okay. Now, no doubt, friends, this whole issue could spark a firestorm of conversation. These are very contentious topics. That that's why we got to be brave and talk about it. You know. In the interest of time, I want to go ahead and move on to the second point of contention here. But don't, you know, if you doubt Trump's supporting of gay rights, good, you know, the information, again, is there for you to take a look at. Now, the second question to deal with here is, does Donald Trump support more gun control and Second Amendment violations? Okay, it's a slight rephrase of the one that the guy asked, but that's it. You know, it's gun control is, is a violation of Second Amendment rights, Okay. And again, you won't be surprised at this point, I'm sure, to realize that there are plenty of sources that prove that he does. Donald Trump does, in fact, support infringing upon the Second Amendment rights of law-abiding citizens. And this is quoting from his book, The America We Deserve, 
in the book, The America We Deserve, written by Donald Trump, after deriding Republicans who walk the NRA line, who walk the line, you know, they're walking the NRA line. Trump declares, I support a ban on assault weapons, and I support longer waiting periods to purchase a gun. End quote. Donald Trump, in his own book, I support a ban on assault weapons and support longer waiting periods to purchase a gun. Now, that's a pretty bold statement that most uh, Second Amendment advocates are going to get a little rankled about. Right? Like, wait, wait a minute. Come on now. Come on now. But there's more, friends. There's more. On February 28th, 2018, President Trump was addressing a room full of lawmakers, and he declared, you're scared of the NRA. And then he called for a powerful bill on background checks. Okay? And he made the following statement. These are the words of Donald Trump. Quote, I like taking the guns early. Like in this crazy man's case, you know, just took a look down on Florida. He had lots of firearms. They knew it. They saw everything. To go to court would have taken a long time. So you could do exactly what you're saying, but take the guns first, then go through due process second. Period. End quote. Take the guns first, then go through due process second. Take the guns first and go through due process second. Really, friends, really. I mean, now, maybe the LGBTQ support is not a deal breaker. Maybe take the guns first and go through due process second isn't a deal breaker for some people. But, geez, you know, that's a hard one to swallow. That's hard to stomach, is it not? As it turns out, friends, quite ironically, there's a website I came across. Uh, it's it's called Above the Law, and this website assesses the presidential, the congressional records of, of our politicians, and they look at the legislative actions, not the political rhetoric. So not what they say, but what they actually do, because uh, action speaks louder than words. The Above the Law assessment has determined that, quote, Donald Trump was the strongest president on gun control in the past quarter century. End quote. Donald Trump was the strongest president on gun control in the past century. We see it in his own words, friends. There's lots of evidence out there uh, from supporting the banning of bump stocks and assault rifles to mandating more restrictive background checks. It's all there. It's all there. And for the record, Rush Limbaugh did warn that Trump might well lose his election precisely because of his anti-Second Amendment stances on gun control. Friends, this is all verifiable fact. So take a deep breath. (sighs) Damn, what the hell? (laughs) You know, what are we supposed to do about all this? You know, my experience has shown for me personally, when I encounter information that does not jive with what I already believe to be true, like, say, for example, Donald Trump's a champion of American causes, I almost immediately reject the new information. I begin to rationalize my previous held beliefs that Donald Trump is, you know, he's the only one that can make America great again and and all that. And I'm, I'm willing to overlook some flaws. Nobody's perfect. Okay, but, but, you know, oftentimes I have to fight this knee-jerk reaction to just dismiss something that doesn't align with what I believe to be true. This is human nature, is it not? We are, in fact, emotional creatures. And so when I hear about Donald Trump wanting to trample the Second Amendment rights of Americans, uh, wanting to support the LGBTQ agenda and the, and the gay rights movement, okay, that's a little bit of a rub. Maybe not a deal breaker, but certainly I got to take a look at that. That's stuff, I, I can't deny that that's there, in other words. Uh, that said, friends, at all times we need to deploy our logical mind like a tool and stay curious about the information that's in front of us. And thus, 
whether or not you feel miffed about the facts that Trump has long supported gay marriage and gun control measures, it is imperative to keep an open mind and not just ignore the historical record. I mean, this, we're talking about, the, uh, you know, a presidential election coming up. We got to know what's out there, right? Friends, all of the above may be uncomfortable to acknowledge, but the links are there for you to see for yourself. Again, the truth you can trust. I thank you for bearing with me on this. As I dug into the concerns that were being presented by my fellow liberty-loving Americans, I found a lot of things that I didn't know before. It turns out, for example, that Donald Trump does support eliminating the debt ceiling entirely. What does that do for the national debt? Donald Trump does support government-funded universal health care. How's that going to affect the deficit? And Trump does, he did, I should say, blame pro-life groups for the Republicans' loss during the midterm elections. Okay, put the screenshot in there. Trump blames pro-life Republicans for midterm loss over and over and over again. Now, maybe you're fine with all of this. Maybe, I don't know. That's, you know, that's up to you. It's a personal choice. I'm not trying to tell you what to think, but it should be understandable at this point why many patriots are not okay with all of this. Okay. My point here, friends, is not to change your mind. It's not to change your vote, but my point is to shine light on how other people think. These issues should raise a brow. We should be willing to talk about it. And I can accept that these issues, all of this stuff causes some people to have concerns. And beyond all of the above that we've talked about, you know, another huge looming question that's brought up by certain people. So I've heard people questioning, what has Trump done to help the J6 prisoners? Okay, what has Trump done to help the J6 prisoners? I don't have an answer, friends. I don't have an answer. I do not have an explanation for why Trump supports gay marriage, banning assault weapons, and expanding government titles, entitlements. I don't understand that. I don't have an explanation. I don't understand. I can't explain why he would insult pro-lifers for political miscalculations. You know, but I do think all of the above, it does help explain why some people, why some of our fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the Fruited Plains are looking for other options when it comes to the 2024 elections, friends. That is not unreasonable, is it? It's not unreasonable to ask these questions or have the conversations, is it? Because we're brave and we're bold and we're courageous and we're going to engage in the conversation, friends. Will I vote for Donald J. Trump? Yes, I will. Do I have my reservations? Absolutely, I do, friends. Will I be willing to consider another option? Yeah, sure. Show me somebody better. I don't know here. The lesson for me, friends, is to keep my eyes wide open. I do not place my faith in any man. I do not know how this is all going to play out, friends, but providence is sure to play a part. And that is the message of my heart for today, friends. If you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to find that little heart on the Substack app or the website. Click that heart and give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And of course, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with someone who loves Donald Trump. Share with anyone. Share it with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this thrilling, thought-provoking Thursday, friends, and I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.